Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today my guests include Jim Lease and Becky Miller, volunteers extraordinaire with Wild and Free Wildlife Rehabilitation. Folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Glad to be here again, Ken. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. I love that uh, extraordinaire. Yeah, well, you've been volunteers with this organization for a lot of years. And maybe we'll start right there because, really, uh, Wild and Free does need uh, more volunteers, do, th- do they not? Absolutely. So Wild and Free is an animal rehabilitation based in Garrison, Minnesota. And the mission is to help critters that are injured become rehabilitated and get released back Um, to the wild. And so what that means for us come springtime is we have a lot of babies that end up with us for various reasons. Um, Sometimes there's a a, a car that that hits a critter, sometimes um, a mama runs off for some reason, and so there's a variety of ways that animals end up needing to be in um, some care. Um, And they are all checked out by our two fabulous uh, Um, veterinarians, Dr. Katie Barato and Dr. Debbie Escadal, and then the intention is to have a plan with them, help them get rehabilitated, get released back to the wild. And so when uh, this year things might be a little bit different, we are looking for volunteers, and if someone is interested, they can um, get in touch with the Garrison um, Animal Hospital and request to be put on the list. And some of the training may be able to be in person, some may be virtual. I mean, eventually there will be hands-on, but there might be a group thing that's done more on a Zoom kind of a format. And then people who are um, able to work with uh, the critters are always um, trained, worked with um, another longtime volunteer or one of the staff members. And that is a way at Wild and Free to get some up close and personal time with wild animals. Yeah. So it, it, we can volunteer in a number of different capacities, but if we want to spend time with the animals, there is a special training. And you might explain that because some of these animals, uh, I mean, for instance, the bears, you you have to wear a costume and so on, and you, you don't want them to become accustomed to humans, right? That is absolutely That's the main correct. thing is to keep them from getting used to being raw people. Um, once they're back in the wild, we'd like them to stay wild and stay in the woods and not come into your yard and eat your garbage cans and well, stuff like that. So, yeah, you're right. The the bear things, there's a bear costume that, that we wear when we go to deal anything with the bears. Um, and then uh, we try to stay away from the rest of them as much as we possibly can. Yeah, for the same reasons. We want them to stay right. wild. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about that. What's uh, What animals are being housed in the facility now? Okay, so we have a baby bear, and I'm not sure what the situation with this particular one is. I know often what happens at springtime is people get out, they start doing um, activities in the woods. It occasionally scares mama off. She leaves the den, and the baby bear is uh, left without anybody to care for it. And so they are then brought in, um, sometimes by the people, sometimes by DNR officers. Um, We have a swan um, in residence right now, and the swan, they think, maybe hit a power line. And that after a little bit of uh, care, um, it seems to have had a a wing that was issued or injured, and it will be able to be released. A super cute Sawit owl, um, and uh, that one appears to maybe have hit a car or a window or something. It has a pupil that's very large, and occasionally um, that will... um, 
after some care, be able to be... Um, cure itself. Yeah, cure itself, but it just needs a little time to have somebody be um, bringing some food and that type of thing. It's not going to be able to hunt on its own. And as we're mentioning these, any of these critters can be looked at on the Wild and Free Facebook page. And uh-huh. I encourage people to go and, and look at that page, like that page, Um it's often really interesting to see the critters that come in, how they're cared for, and then the follow-up on the release. Um, I just went yesterday, and there had been a bald eagle that was, I believe, brought in from the Park Rapids area from a conservation officer, was able to have maybe some blood levels checked and that type of thing. And when it was ready to be released, um, went back to Park Rapids, um, and the conservation officer was able to release it in the general vicinity of where it had been uh, found in the first place. Speaking of releasing, Ken, one of the the true, true advantages of being a volunteer at Wild and Free is being able to attend the release of the various critters. I mean, somebody throws a bald eagle up into the air and it flies away. I mean, that's really exciting, especially if you're the one who throws it up into the air. Yeah, I and, can imagine. Lots of times our volunteers get the opportunity to release one of our uh, rehabilitated animals. So it's really something. Um, the one thing I wanted to mention too, Becky said something about bears. And if you're, you know, if you're out in the woods wandering around and you scare off a mama bear and the baby's there, leave it there, leave it alone, go away and let that baby bear be. And then you can come back later and check and see whether mama came back or not. But don't, don't try to take the baby bear when mama is, is off wandering away. Same thing. We'll talk about that with deer also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this might be a good spot to um, to chat about the fawns. I think we've we've discussed this many times with you folks in the past. But often, um, folks run across a fawn that is um, nestled down in the grass. They think, "Oh my gosh, it's been abandoned by." Mama, I better take it, and I better take it over to Wild and Free. And what is a typical um, situation for a mama um, doe is she puts her fawn down during the day. She goes off and she browses. She comes back, nurses her fawn, and she can leave that fawn alone for hours. The time that you know that the fawn needs care is if it's bleating um, and wandering and crying and that type of thing. And and when in doubt, leave it alone, note where it is, contact Wild and Free and say, hey, is this a time we need to intervene or isn't it? And the reason for that is fawns do so much better with mama's care than they're going to with Wild and Free. We do the absolute best that we can, but mama nursing that bear is always, or I mean that fawn is always going to be the best outcome. Yeah, and to that point, I know in the past, uh, every spring, it seems you get about uh, 25 to 30 little fawns in there. And it's, again, it's well-meaning folks, but they should really realize that's just the way deer behave with their young. Absolutely, yes. We will be able to rehabilitate fawns this year. There was some discussion on whether that was something that was going to be um, possible or not and um, have gotten permission that we will be able to do that this year. Yeah. So, Wild and Free is a nonprofit. We talked about the need for volunteers. Let's talk about some of the other needs. Well, we always have. We always need money. What organization <laughs> doesn't? I mean, I'll just cut right to the chase there. Yeah. Um, but there are many different ways that you can <laughs> assist Wild and Free in our mission, and that can be things from like 
buying raffle tickets, um, donating items for our raffle. Uh, you can adopt an animal. And we've um, chatted about this before. If you have someone in your family, they're difficult to purchase for, um, especially sometimes when we're doing these distancing things now. Um, you can say, I want to adopt a bear or this or that. You don't take it home with you, but you get the backstory on the critter. You get a, a little... Uh, um, a certificate, certificate yeah. um, saying that this animal has been adopted by you. And it, and if possible, and this doesn't always occur, but if possible, if that animal is to be able to be released, there's a possibility that the person who is the adoptee might be able to be at that release or release the critter. Might actually get to release it. And that's yeah. that's pretty exciting. Uh, Becky got to release uh, a great horned owl wow. one time. And, yes. and that was really exciting. She threw it up in the air and it went away and it turned around and came back right over the top of her head. <laughs> that was exciting. It was very exciting. <laughs> That's a large bird. <laughs> it is a large bird with a big wings, well, wingspan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The yeah. other thing we um, are hoping to have is we hope to have our garage sale this year um, that usually is opening fishing and it's held at the Garrison VFW. At this time, we are asking people who might be still going through closets and such to save their items for us. We don't have storage at this particular time because we didn't do the garage sale last year either. But if our garage sale is able to go, and that will be listed on our Facebook page, we will have a bounty of things because people have been very um, generous. Yeah. Um, there's also always a wish list. We, um, we mail out a newsletter to people. We need the stamps to do that. Um, and that's an, another thing that happens when you become a member at Wild and Free is you receive a quarterly newsletter and tells you about um, the happenings of Wild and Free. And um, sometimes we need people to help us um, fold newsletters. There's just a variety of different ways that people can um, assist the organization and therefore assist the critters. I want to mention one, Ken, uh, the organization called Trivent. <clears throat> they have a program where their members can pick a charity and Trivent will donate money. Yes. Uh, and and the money that is donated is used to buy supplies. Uh, I know I've gone shopping with one of the Trivent members, and, and we picked up enough dog food that my pickup was squatting down with it. <laughs> and, and the dog food is important. We don't you know, necessarily feed dogs with it, but bears like dog food, too. So if you are a Trivent member, you might check that out. I'm sure there are other service organizations that would uh, like to get involved also. You might check that out. Yeah. And um, we always have the Amazon wish list, and people can also pick Amazon um, Wild and Free as their charity when they shop with Amazon. And so that just means that there's a percentage. doesn't cost anything for the person to do it, but it means that when they're looking the Amazon site, there's always a little bit of a, um, finances that come back um, to us, and that's also where our wish list um, is located. All right. Becky, you mentioned memberships. Let's talk about that because that's a good way to support, too. Just become a member. Uh, uh, there are various membership levels, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. There, It's $20 for an individual, $30 for family, and $50 for business, which is very, very reasonable. Um, you can get um, the membership form off of our um, webpage, which is www.wildandfree.org. 
And um, you will get the quarterly newsletter. Sometimes people choose to have that as an e-news um, situation now. Sure. Um, but that's a nice way to support our organization also. Um, if a person wants to become a lifetime member, I think it might be $300. Um, the Adopting Animal is $100. Um, and occasionally, I'm not sure what's the status at this particular time with um, items of clothing. You know, we do have um, t-shirts and hats and sweatshirts at various times. And I, because of not being able to have people come to um, the Garrison Animal Hospital to get items, we were um, probably not um, as well stocked as we might have been at one time. But those, those are other possibilities too. Very good. Now I know you Same do. Thing. Yes. Uh, did we mention to you in previous talks about the wild and free building? No. That we put up. Oh, uh, you mean the? Uh, the well, the I know. You, yes, the flight pen for the raptors and birds that you right. rehabilitate. Yeah. Yeah, it's finished now, and and it's amazing. Uh, it's a place finally where I know Dr. Katie was over there not too long ago with a bald eagle, uh, and. It's, it's 300 feet long, so she she threw the eagle up in the air, and if it flies to the other end, it's ready to be released. And if it doesn't, then she goes back and works with it some more. So that, that was a, one of our biggest projects, was getting that building built. And now it's done, and it's amazing. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. That sounds like a lot of fun. Hey, I know you guys do some outreach as well. So, for instance, if uh, we have a service club or something, and we want you to come and speak to us about what you do, that's something we can uh, sign up for, is it not? It is. Um, Bob and Char Robel have been doing presentations with service organizations, Boy Scout groups, um, Lakes Association, and I know a lot of Lakes Associations are going to be getting ready to have their spring meetings. Um, they do a wonderful presentation. They have a lot of stories with a lot of um, slides, and they can tell you some amazing critter experiences that they've had, and it, it's a very entertaining show, and they're able to tailor it to kind of the time frame that the organization um, has. And um, we have um, gone to it many times at different locations, and it's, uh, it's really enjoyable. That's cool. All right. Anything else we should mention about Wild and Free right now? I would say just keep on checking the Facebook page to find out different activities. If you'd like to volunteer for um, Wild and Free in any capacity, and especially we're looking for people that might be interested in um, feeding animals, learning you know that particular part, please get in touch with um, Wild and Free, and that's out of the Garrison Animal Hospital. And can you believe that I do not remember the phone number right this second? Um, <laughs> That's okay. We can Google that kind of thing these days. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We're all used to that now, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right. Uh, and again, a good place to start is your website, wildandfree.org. Right. Mm-hmm. Very and good. And check the Facebook page. You'll find all of the up-to-date information. Very good. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for being here today to talk about Wild and Free, and we hope to see a lot of folks volunteering as we get uh, into the year here. We do. Thanks so much for having us again, Ken. Thanks, you guys. Uh, Thank you. Our guests today, Jim Lease and Becky Miller, they are both volunteers, longtime volunteers with Wild and Free Wildlife Rehabilitation. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We will remind you that our Community Focus programs can be accessed anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find our Community Focus programs on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.